0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another installment of the Gold Blade Purple Haze podcast. You're now tuned in where I'm about to rant. I'm going to give you just one simple segment, one thing we're going to focus on tonight. So without further ado, we're talking about beards today, facial hair and whatnot. So, uh, Let's get into it. All right, I'm gonna walk you out through my routine. I'm gonna give you a few tips and things like that for let's say my hair type and a few random general tips. So let's get to it. All right. So welcome again. Not quite an episode, but like I said, there are a few things here there that I'd love to share with you all. And I'd love to just take a few minutes to get into without having to take up as much as your time. So with that, I'd like to go ahead and talk about beard care today. Um, This one's going to be dedicated to Austin, Um, a buddy of mine uh, from at this point, if I can call him my buddy, he was my boss, but hey, uh, buddy, as far as I'm concerned. Um, So uh, one day Austin says, hey, you know what? Uh, you've got a really nice beard going. I wish I knew how to do something like that. So I guess what I could say was that it was practically a COVID neglect beard at the time. The only thing I was really doing with it was just uh, washing it and conditioning it. And that was about it. I think, um, outside of that, I may have just been combing it, but it, it was a a really, really, yeah, it was, it was nice, but I just kind of let it go. I let it do its own thing. And, um, I actually, I think right before that I had just shaved it down. So backtrack a bit. One thing about facial hair is that it's very important that you find a style that looks right on you. You have to consider a lot of things. You have to consider your face shape. You have to consider um, other features. Let's say if you've got a a scar or you've got, um, you know, just identifiable features. Let's say you got really strong uh, cheekbones or really strong jawline. You want to get something that complements the things that stand out or the things that you really like. So for myself, I've actually got a uh, scar on my eyebrow. Uh, I'll have to tell y'all the story about how that happened uh, when I was a kid. But anyway, um, as when it comes to facial hair, I'm not like I don't have a unibrow. Uh, My mustache is not my defining facial hair feature. So my beard is where it's at. Um, Now, I grow a full beard. It's not really patchy or anything like that. And a lot of that came from me actually shaving with a razor at a younger age, once my facial hair started uh, to kind of grow in, it was more like, I think I had more like a goatee. I had like a really, really good goatee and I just started putting a razor on my face and eventually it started filling in a lot more and I was just doing it for the sake of practice. Um, But apparently doing that helps fill in spots that don't have as much hair on it. So what I'd recommend is if you're in a training phase where you want to fill up some patches or maybe it is a little more patchy, don't be afraid to go ahead and embrace that bit of a baby face type of deal that you got um, just for the sake of being able to have it come back a little bit thicker, a little bit stronger, because what's going to happen is your hair is going to be conditioned to whatever you do to it. So if you continue to Trim it, you continue to uh, nourish and cultivate it, it's going to grow fuller if you, of course, are eating the right things. And I mean, it's a whole science behind it, but for the most part, whatever your diet is, you know how your hair grows. Like my hair in general, once I cut my hair, it grows back pretty fast and all of that, but it doesn't grow out nearly as fast as it grows back. So, first of all, you got to know your hair. And beyond that, what you're going to have to do is make sure that you uh, do simple care routines on it. You're going to have to moisturize it. You're going to have to condition it. You're going to have to um, exfoliate. You're going to have to, uh, what else? Care for it. I mean, and style it too, because think about you. Whenever you're out, And you condition yourself to whatever activities you're into. Let's say you work out quite a bit. If you work out a lot, then you know what happens and how you feel that one day you say, you know what? I got a lot going on. I'm not going to work out today. And you may get a bit of a break. You know, if it's a mental thing, um, you may say, hey, you know what? I just didn't burden myself with going to the gym today or whatever it was. But you also understand once you knock yourself out of that rhythm, the very next day, if you don't go to the gym and you put it off again, you're going to feel like trash. So think about your hair as being in the same type of situation. If you normally style your hair a certain way, let's say you um, have handlebars on your mustache and you end up using your wax more periodically than not. Whenever you don't do that, your hair gets out of rhythm. It's not used to being uh, treated a certain way or styled a certain way. It's not used to getting the things that it normally does. So it may not cooperate with you (laughs) after a little bit of time because hair naturally wants to do what it wants to do. And that's very evident by the way that it grows, the direction that it grows. Uh, Many people that have curly hair, like I do, for example, It's really, really hard and painful to, let's say, uh, shave very often, because once we do that, when the hair does start growing back, if we're not actively shaving every single day um, until our body just gets used to it, which it never really does, or uh, we just find other ways around it, it's going to curl back in. So for me, if I were to shave today and probably I, let me put it like this. I've, I've razor shaved because I, whenever I've shaved, I've used the safety razor, uh, for years I've gone to that and I got away from the, the multi-blade type of deals, like your Gillettes and your Mach threes and all this other junk. man, like just give me a safety razor. I am happy because once I trim it down, it's so smooth and like, I don't have to worry as much about bumps and things like that. But the bumps come from the hair curling back in, you know, if, if you don't get the right kind of treatment, if you don't do the right kind of prep, then it can cause more issues. So, um, I'm, I'm getting all, all lost here. But anyway, when it comes to my regular routine, what I'll do is I have some, uh, some beard shampoo and it's by Badass Beard Care. Um, and I've, I've got a whole like set of stuff from them and there's a beard wash and I use that basically to wash it. I may or may not use a little bit of, uh, Cantu. I, I like Cantu cause it smells really good and then it, uh, it conditions fairly well. just like anything else you your hair may or may not get used to it to where you have to switch up every now and then or take a break and uh, I normally use that on on the hair on my head but sometimes I may use it on my face uh, depending on what I got going on and you know all of that what other kind of moisturizers and stuff like that I have on hand so the water is going to hydrate your beard and mustache now I'll say beard and you know all of that but you know i'm talking about my beard Uh, y'all got mustaches and this and that if you you could do mutton chops whatever you got Uh, the whole point is that the follicles are going to be um, raised up it's going to help them get hydrated by letting warm to hot water run on there on your face and I'll normally do that while I'm in the shower. So that way it's got time to kind of set in and get into the pores and really, really hydrate all of that. So by the time I get out, I just kind of shake out a lot of the water uh, using my hands or just squeezing it out. I try not to do too much on the towel because I don't want to over dry it. I like it to kind of drip dry a bit. And then, um, you know, basically once I get the, the bulk of all of that water out. And it's not really just dripping and full anymore. Then I may take my, um, I may take my oil, and then I'll kind of start massaging it in, depending on how damp it is. I want it to be just a little damp because I know oil and water don't mix. So once I put uh, more than a few drops, I may put some equivalent to like a tablespoon, not a tablespoon, a teaspoon. My bad of oil in my hand and I'll just kind of uh rub it and work it in and as far as length like because what'll happen is once you get this oil and all these balms and things they'll tell you oh well you just need uh about a few drops for every square inch on your beard and this and that I'm gonna just tell you you know how much ground you got to cover first of all and if you want your beard to be nourished you need to get some kind of oil you need to get some kind of conditioner you need to get something on the entire area so however much it takes you have to kind of play with it until you know uh number one how much ground you have to cover number two how much does your body accept or reject oil because some people have oily skin. Some people have, uh, you know, a tendency to just not produce as much oil for whatever reason. And you know, there, there goes the whole thing too. like your hair is gonna like the oils on your beards. If you normally don't produce much oil, it may or may not cause it to kind of, uh, how can I put it? Clump up, not clump up, but like your hair is going to be different by different uh different people there are different uh you know races i, I hate to say like I, I hate to put it like this but i don't know how else to put it like white hair is different from black hair black hair is different from red hair red hair is different from light and super dark brown hair and you just have to kind of experiment a bit now what I will say is that if you've ever experimented already enough now most of us are grown at this point so we know whether or not we need to put oil in our regular hair but I'll say for myself for example in order for me to style my beard a certain way I need oils in it and so depending on how much I have in there, I may need to wash some out and just kind of not put anything else in, um, and just let it go and do what it does for a few days or whatever it may be until the next wash. And, uh, some, sometimes like I'll just wash it and I'll roll because I don't have, I mean, I'll have enough oil, you know, for me. But some people need no oil if your body produces a ton of oil and you just need to wash it and that's it and you're good perfect that works for you Uh, my main thing is is what i'm saying is you have to have it nourished you have to have it um taken care of when it comes to moisture and all of that so once you get that portion down next thing you want to do is lock it in If you've got any kind of wax or balm that you put on top of that oil just to lock it in and make sure that it doesn't go anywhere, Um, whether it be, you know, you're brushing up against something at all for any reason, you know, whatever that may be, Um, or you have a tendency to, let's say you're a beard scratcher, or when you think you just caress your beard and now all of your oils actually end up on your hand, whatever the case may be, you have to kind of pay attention to that. So in my routine, picking it back up where I was, once I get the once I get the oil worked in, I'll end up probably taking my brush to exfoliate, um, i.e. just kind of brush through the hair. What it does is it helps um, break up some of those really, really curly points or curly sections. And, uh, you know, it just kind of straightens it out a bit and it actually helps. um helps with the hair as well like at the root of it it's like think about your pet like if you've ever pet a dog or a cat you know how how they just kind of curl up by the time you pet on them and rub them it's like the same thing almost for your hair and i'm trying to make this as relative as i can because um i can make it uh you know how, how do I, put it? I can make it like all spiritual and whatever where you're like oh, you're infusing energy into your hair and this and that, but scientifically, you're going to get some blood flow in there. So it helps the blood flow, which helps bring anything else your body has that your hair can use to be more full, to be more healthy. Uh, That's the bottom line on all that. So, you know, you dress it up how you want to, but it helps. So after that, You could actually comb it if you want to, just to try to get like, um, I guess, a few finer points in detail. I like to because my hair grows in different directions like it's Oh, man, it's a mess. So anyway, um, like the sides, uh, I can pretty much brush or comb straight down. And then I can like also move it forward toward like my mouth and then it just kind of lay flatter. And that works. Uh, Style-wise, I also can like, um, I don't know, depending how it's been cut, I may be able to uh, just brush it forward and everything be cool. Like it'll lay down diagonally. So it, it grows crazily enough. But learn the pattern of your hair. Learn what grows where. Best way to do that is remember how it was the last time you cut it. If you don't know how that works, don't be afraid to go ahead and just either ask your barber. (laughs) Ask your barber because they know. Or, um, you know, if you're feeling experimental, go ahead and just cut a piece. Cut. Cut a little bit and see see what it does and, uh, you know, uh, venture, venture into something new. It's a whole journey. It's a whole process learning your hair. So just like anything else, you may have to get to the root of it to figure it all out. So, a uh, little something for you there to chew on. Anyway, um, beyond that, I usually like to do it in the mornings just because I like it to... Uh, not end up all in my pillow. So there are some people that actually will wrap up their beards to make sure that they don't lose oils, that they don't lose moisture, and that it doesn't get drastically disturbed in their sleep. So some people sleep really wild, which means like if you spend 20, 30 minutes styling your beard right before you go to bed, if you wake up in the morning, there's a good chance it's not going to look as good nearly as it did by the time you got done so i like to do mine in the morning um that way i it's in my routine it makes me feel how can let me see it makes me feel good knowing that i spent time making myself look good some people like to put on suits some people like to shave every morning some people like to uh i don't know put on makeup or uh tie tie a certain way accessorize whatever it may be but that's something for me like it's it's a confidence boost like feeling feeling like my beard is full and the work that i put in is in tune like everything is right so anyway going forward from that you can also i am put it like this my girl got me a comb uh, for Christmas a couple years ago and I've been using it ever since and it's a it's a little wooden comb it's got fine and uh, broader teeth on there so it's like if I know my junk hadn't been washed and taken care of and nourished properly I'm not gonna run that comb through there fine bristled because I have really coarse curly hair so i mean i've broken teeth on combs i'm just trying to comb through my beard so i'm not playing with it like at all it's either gonna hurt me or it's gonna hurt the comb unless i got some water in there and it's set for a few minutes so i hey you learn your stuff (laughs) because this beard here is serious man um So just uh, just kind of think about that, I guess, whenever you get into your routine, when it comes to edging it up, lining it up, all that type of stuff. I will say that no one can cut your hair like a professional. So I lean on my barber whenever I go get a haircut to get me right. Like when I'm there, he can see all the angles from the chair. Like he doesn't have to tilt my head and and you know close one eye sideways and turn a mirror right like I would have to do at home just to try to get something right so it's like you can trust them if you're willing to take the time to and they can eventually learn you learn your style learn what you like and depending on what kind of barbershop you go to you may go to a place where it's like uh I don't know you know like The relationships that we have with our barbers are like, depending on the culture, it's like you can either be really tied to one person that you're willing to work with over time and once they know you, you're good or you can just be like, well, I don't care. I just, I need it done. So as long as I go in and somebody's there to do it, I'm all right. I'm not quite like that, but some people are. And I mean, I respect it as long as you're getting what you want out of it. So some people with trust issues like I have for a few years (laughs) will actually uh, just kind of do it themselves. So if you're one of those folks, chances are you probably already have a couple mirrors. If you're thinking about doing it and you want to just try it, I recommend getting uh, a few probably like a, a large handheld mirror so that way you can manipulate it and see one or two other uh, mirrors around just so you can see all the way around your beard you want to be able to see as close to a 360 as you can and I mean it sounds a lot like cutting your own hair hair like on your head but realistically if you want it right it just depends on detail you want to get just like anything else when you're doing it yourself um, if you're growing a longer beard too you want the angles to be right you know it, it can look a certain way from the front and if you turn it sideways you may find out that it comes out further than what it looks like when you uh, were looking at it head on and it just kind of depends on what you're trying to do I will say that getting a very uh a very versatile trimmer is essential for maintaining a good beard so I've used Wahls for years w-a-h-l and they've sold a few decent ones at Walmart and you'll see them come in a kit with like I don't know probably uh four to ten attachments sometimes and these are not the clippers they're the trimmers and you can get a very simple like silver and black one Is probably the most common colorway that I've seen on them and they'll have a few different guards on there and adjustable things just for you to be able to uh, to actually cut and uh, maintain the trimmer as well, because it's like it's not like when you go to a barbershop and you sit down and they got all these different, you know, blades and things like that that they use on you. Um, but a trimmer is very versatile for maintaining things between visits. So I think I was getting ready to say something to the effect of I found out years ago that I can I can shave my full beard off and in 5 days have another beard. Like it doesn't take long <laughs> for me. <laughs> but uh some people it can grow back faster. It may take a lot longer, but what I will say is that regardless of all of that, you have to kind of know what style you want. So first of all, determine your style. Uh, Beyond that, you got to learn how to take care of it. And from there, you need to figure out how you want to innovate, how you might want to try something a little different, because variations are nice. I say that because as we get older, our hair changes. You know, gray hairs come in and they don't apparently cooperate the same way your hair does now. So I've had red hairs sprouting. I've had blonde. I've had uh, a gray hair a couple of them actually a couple gray hairs coming through and it's just something about them man like they I can already tell by the time they really start coming in it's gonna look okay but I'm gonna be losing my mind trying to deal with it because it's just it's different man but anyway um let me see talked about the comb talked about brushing uh talked about Edging it up a little bit. Okay. Let's talk about the whole picture. All right. By the time you got your beard together, you don't want the rest of your face to look like garbage because then it's not going to be worth it. Um, So make sure you get something good to wash your face. Make sure you get something decent enough to take care of the rest of everything up there uh, because hygiene should be an overall thing. So... I've uh, I've heard a lot of women say uh, something to the effect of, you know, everything was right until that one thing. Uh, Same way we've got things that we look at when we look at women, you know what I mean? Or, hey, whatever you may be into, if all things don't fit or add up to the best feature or the thing that draws your attention, then it really can be a downer. And make it look like a gimmick. So I bring that up to say, like, I talked about my scar, for example. Well, I know I have decent eyebrows. So if I take care of those and I take care of my beard, all the hair on my face, as long as it's trimmed up and it's lined up, man, I know I'm looking good. And I don't care what nobody else tells me. (laughs) And it's not just about, um, you know, just trying to make sure everything is absolutely perfect, but you got to have confidence in whatever look you're going for. And for me, I'm the type of person like, I remember verbalizing last week, you know I like to look like what I'm going through. And so (laughs) it reminds me of a quote, uh, something to the effect of, I don't sing because I'm happy. I'm happy because I sing. So sometimes if you smile, for example, you can bring happiness to yourself. In my case, by looking good, by having something that I feel good about, it makes me feel better about myself. So in that, if growing a beard or having facial hair that you're still not quite figuring out. If you're going through that, don't be afraid to take some time to figure it out. It's a part of you as much as it's an expression of you. So take time to get to know your beard, take time to get to know your mustache, take time to get to know your sideburns, your facial hair, and just understand that it too is a part of you. And that with your help, it too, can be great so that's about all I got I think I'm going to let y'all go with that and um, yeah I appreciate I uh, appreciate your time if anything else comes up then y'all can feel free to hit me at therealpurplehaze at gmail.com go check out my Facebook page entitled Purple Haze you'll see a lot of my posts that I made recently I went live a couple of weeks ago and had a lot of fun engaging with a few of you I am looking forward to bringing you more as always. And it's my hope that y'all stay well and you be well. So until the next thing, catch you then. Peace.